Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Welcome back to episode 40 of Inside Quotes. That's right, everybody. We're back at it again with the duck calls because we have a special episode for you today. My name's Jonathan, and joining me on the ice today, as always, is my brother Jeremy. Quack, quack. It's great to be back on the pod quack cast. It's good to have my, my brother here, fellow podcast host and fellow cake eater here on the show. I do occasionally enjoy cake, yes. That, that is factual. More of a pie guy on occasion, though. So, Well, I have more of a podcaster's body. <laughs> you know, I do, too. <laughs> and so does our guest today. You may remember him from our... <laughs> <laughs> you may remember him from our Mighty Ducks episodes. Uh, he was on our D3 episode. And he's back, Jack. To cover Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Now, welcome back, Porkchop. Hey, quack, quack, boys. How we doing? Doing great. Uh, awesome, Good man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Quack Attack <laughs> is back, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so this is a very unconventional format for our show. So we normally do movies that we grew up mm-hmm. with. Yeah. But I guess this is like a bonus type episode. I don't know. We're branching out. It's about time. So what what was everybody's expectations going into this this Disney Plus series, Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Yeah. Uh first off, thanks for inviting me back. I guess I did a decent enough job to get invited back, so appreciate y'all. Dude, um, actually you didn't because we called you during our staple bracket and you didn't pick up. Therefore you could not defend. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you're right, you're <laughs> right. I don't remember bracket. it. I don't remember that when that was. I honestly want to say, or I want to say that I was working, but in all honesty, I probably was asleep, if I'm completely <laughs> honest. Um, so that's on me, fellas. Um, but uh, It's okay. I don't think D3 stood a chance against National Treasure anyways. Oh, yeah. No, National Treasure, hands down. Yeah, that won the contest. <laughs> um, Who stole the, the Declaration of Independence? Bombay. Gordo Bombay, baby. Um, no, I mean, me going into this, I mean, I was, I expected a lot of, I guess, quote unquote, Easter eggs, like a lot of stuff that was kind of deja vu ish. Um, besides that, I kind of just had an open mind to it, and uh, I'm I'm glad I did, to be honest. I was similar in that way. I, I expected the Disney Plus show to not be as good because you know I saw. High School Musical, the musical, the series <laughs> up there. And I was just like, dude, I don't know if this is going to be any good. Didn't watch it. Maybe it is good. Who knows? But just like you could you could clearly see the vibe of these new re- remade TV shows on Disney Plus. And I was just like, okay, let's just stick with WandaVision, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Apparently the Loki show came out today. I don't even know. I didn't even finish Captain America. So... Maybe I'm falling behind here, but um, sounds like it. Did you finish Mighty Ducks? <laughs> I did actually. Okay, and right. I loved it. Um, I guess that's my review so far. I remember seeing the trailer and just seeing all the new kids and just being like, "Okay, this is not going to be the same," but I'm here for it. And then I see mm-hmm. Emilio Estevez roll up, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Ew." He does not look healthy. (laughs) And I was like, Uh, okay, that's cool. 
And then I just kind of forgot about it. And then I get a text from Porkchop at like, I don't know, like 12 at night in middle of January. He's like, dude, you got to watch it. And I was like, I forgot about this. So, <laughs> yeah. Long story short, it's great, but we'll get into it. Yeah, for me, um, I knew it was coming out and we've been talking about it. But then like as soon as it got here, I just like didn't have any inclination to watch it. <laughs> I like it came out and I saw the first episode and I saw like the first episode was like 40 minutes long. It's like, that's not what I expected. (laughs) And it was like, Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be something like 20 minutes or something like that. And so it was like, oh, I'm going to have to invest some time into watching this show. So I I just like kept putting off watching it until like, I think at that point I didn't watch anything until like the first three episodes were out. And at that point, Mm-hmm. pork chop you had talked to jeremy and jeremy had talked me into watching it he was like it's good bombay has like a luke skywalker mm-hmm. last jedi storyline going on but other than that it's good yeah <laughs> which um, i hated yeah yeah i didn't like it either not at all <laughs> um, um but so i i did watch it and i watched the first three episodes in one night i was like this is good i've been sleeping on this yeah i remember t- sending jonathan a text saying Actually, this is pretty dang good. <laughs> he could hear the surprise in my in my texts. But yeah, I was kind of the opposite. Like I watched them whenever they came out and then like the fourth or fifth one whenever they had the uh hockey mom contest. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. ah, okay. Uh, you know, I'm not feeling it anymore. And so I kind of <laughs> put it off a little bit and then Jerry <laughs> Jeremy texted me. He was like, "Hey, you know, we're wanting you to do the pod with us. And I was like, Oh, for sure. I guess I do have to cram all the episodes. and watch them." <laughs> I'm glad I did because I don't know. I, I just, I, it surprised me uh, very like, you know, towards the end, like the second leg, I guess surprised me a lot more mm-hmm. than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I was the complete opposite. I was excited and then it just kind of ran out of juice and I was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it, you know? So Jonathan, wh- what do you think was your, was the best, like, what was your favorite part about this whole show? Well, like overall, um, I thought the show was like genuinely funny, like not in a mm. Disney Channel type way of like cheesy. Like I was actually laughing out loud at some of the parts, <laughs> especially characters like Nick <laughs> and Coob and stuff. And like, of course, <laughs> the, the show just seemed like it, it had the spirit of the old movies with the new cast. Which I yeah. wasn't really expecting, because I, I feel like when you're, you know, when you're the older generation looking at the new, new one, it's like, oh, it's not as good as the old ones. And, and to be fair, it's mm-hmm. not as good as you know the old, the old crew. But at the same time, like, yep, I can separate it and still enjoy it. And so that was yeah. my, I, I was still enjoying it. And and like, uh, pork chop was saying, like, there's little like storylines and store like Easter eggs here and there that touch back to the original, like. I had no expectations going into the show. So going into it and finding out like, oh, the ducks have become the Hawks was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's kind of an interesting take. Mm-hmm. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. After a while, got old. <laughs> seeing the ducks become the villains because they weren't really even villains. They were just like, I don't I don't know how to describe them, but they were good. like too good. And like the coach was an idiot. So he wasn't even threatening. <laughs> <laughs> the so. coach the coach was like weird it's 
Coach T. Coach, yeah. he was Coach like, T, baby. <laughs> like, I, I had a hard time, like, taking him seriously, too, because he seemed like he was just, like, fresh out of college or something like that. Mm, but, yeah. like, he's also, like, you want – they're trying to treat him like he's some legendary coach. Like, when they have that gala, they're going to give him, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm, like, pretty sure this guy's just, like, doing this to get, like, internship credit for his sports management degree or something. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He's a three-time three time MVP for the Tri-State <laughs> playoffs are you kidding me as a player that's hard as a a player come on (laughs) he deserves a lifetime man give him the award name the arena after him dadgummit let's let's get it let's make it happen let's do this can't do that it's hendrix hockey right there (laughs) oh yeah that was cool to see i didn't expect to see them um sponsoring them but it kind of made sense yeah so mm -hmm. hendrix that the whole movie is about them going hollywood and what could happen, and they kind of, like, predicted the future, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, Pork, so what was your favorite episode of this 10-episode series? I gotta say, it's probably the one where Logan is uh, being helped by Gordo, uh, and he's making him pancakes, the blueberry pancakes and stuff, and you kind of get to see the... I don't know if that's the episode... Where um our boy Evan Morrow gets caught um practicing. Oh um I don't know if that's a different episode. I don't think it is. That's my favorite one of my favorite scenes is when they're in the locker room and they're just going at each other. I think it was hilarious. And yeah. Nick just being there acting mad, he's like, Nope, I can't do it. You know? I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even try. Um But yeah, no, the episode I, I really, really like the one with Logan and with um with Nick. Because not only do you see Gordo once again helping a player improve, but also like I it was different. It was a different kind of vibe this episode because you had Logan who is going through a divorce and it's really rough. And Nick's like, you know, I'm so like jealous of all the things you got. You got the hair, you got the the charisma and the smile. Mm-hmm. He's getting all the girls. And Logan's like, dude, like I'm jealous of you. Like you have a family, you know, you get the, you know, so that was cool to see um kind of their relationship blossom i don't know that was i'm a softy for those kind of things so i think that one was pond hockey like that's what that one was called oh yeah that one was cool with the um the phones was was awesome yeah cool scene um my favorite one i'm not gonna say spirit of the ducks because that's that one just seemed forced Mm -hmm. the one with all the cameos and we'll get into that later for sure for sure um, but I think my favorite episode was near the beginning when they all had the sleepover at Nick's yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they invited Coob and he could he couldn't function without his phone. <laughs> That's like the perfect like relatable comedy for eight year olds in twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I I wrote that down as like my favorite moment of the series. Like the sleepover <laughs> with Coop. I, I, I yeah. love that one. I was trying to remember which one it was. And actually, I think it was that uh, the one with the moms have that competition. I think it was that same episode. Was it really? I think okay. it was. But Man, that's crazy. So that's why I, I didn't I, like that part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was as far as like, I wouldn't put that as my favorite episode, but I wrote that down as like, that was my favorite moment from this from season one. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed we get a season two. Yeah, I didn't like Gordo all up in that. Uh, yeah, I didn't like Gordo all up in that girl's. Uh, that mom's grill, old, old Morrow's grill. I, that's Ugh. forced again. I didn't like that. That's his yeah. trademark, man. Dynamic. That's his trademark. Always yeah. got to hit on his kids. Yeah, no. Got to hit on the moms. 
<laughs> respect. <laughs> Big respect. Yeah. So cherry, <laughs> the one where that brings me to my least favorite episode, which is Cherry Picker. Um, that's the one where Evan's dad unexpectedly shows up, and he just can't like seem to be supportive because he's such a rock star, and that just seems so like unnecessary, especially right. if they're gonna really push the uh, Bombay hitting on the mom. Like you don't want them interacting at all but also yeah. like they didn't even bring him back in the last episode or anything to like show up like he still just depressingly just ran away again he doesn't care i don't know he just <laughs> just did not sit with me well it just seemed like a little waste of an episode for sure though i mean the only thing that moves the story along is like it gets evan to like play hard when his dad is there and they end up winning the game and yeah. like getting the attention of the ducks scoring again. his first goal and he gets Scoring tempted yeah. by the dark goals. side to go back to the ducks shout out to the cross check in the beginning though that's what i would have done my dad didn't show up <laughs> just go ahead and lay him lay him on there <laughs> but yeah that was, i was about to ask y'all this um a little side question do you think evan morrow is a better hockey player than old charlie conway mm. First of all, Charlie was a spaz. He was not that good. Um, but he was a main character, though. That's my. That's the reason why I asked. Because they're both. Is he a better main, main character than Charlie Conway? No, but he probably is a better hockey player. To be honest. Oh yeah. I don't for know. Sure. If we're comparing him to Mighty Ducks one. Okay. And two. I keep forgetting how young they were in two. How old were they in two? I thought they were only like 13, 14. I think it goes eleven, twelve, and then like fourteen. That's crazy. What? No, growing up, I always viewed it as like 11 and 12 for like the first movie. Second movie was like 15. And then like the third movie, they were like in college, but also in high school. <laughs> That's how I viewed their ages. <laughs> yeah. Well, just in terms of talent, because Charlie's not even good till the third movie anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say Evan's definitely a better player. Something just seems off about Evan as a character. He's always just like, he gets over stuff way too easily. <laughs> like, he's super understanding. He's a really, really good kid. But, like, I don't know. There's not much there for him as a character as there was for other characters. He just wants to play hockey. Very... Yeah. But Coach I mean, yeah. Coach T told him to don't bother. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Nah. Well, let's talk about uh, Evan's mom, Jeremy. I know that's your favorite character. Dude, not my favorite character. <laughs> not at all. I can't handle Lauren Graham in anything anymore. Cause she's just typecast as the single mom, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who's always like preppy. Super, super good relationship with yeah. her kid. But it's always like this. They, they had her play like a 30-something-year-old. And I feel like this would have been a good, like, good time to bring in, like, Connie or somebody else from, like, the actual Ducks to come and act. Because, like, Mm -hmm. that's not a hard role to take on, obviously, because Lauren Graham took it. Do you think it should have been, like, one of the OG Ducks? Like, I would have enjoyed that. One of their kids gets kicked out? I could see that. Yeah, Yeah, now that Jeremy mentioned that and threw that out there, I would have really actually enjoyed that a lot more yeah that would have us like 
that would have us latch on to that character even more because you're just like i was on the ducks and i get betrayed like this mm-hmm. no you're just gonna be like my son is randomly i don't care about hockey but my son's randomly on this team and he gets kicked off because he's not that good so i have all this passion now it's, it's just hard to believe i don't know but yeah. definitely julie or any of the other mom girl i guess there's only two girls in the mighty ducks cat lady and connie yeah yeah i yeah. guess that's it yeah. hmm. that's Pretty it much it either way wow. i mean obviously they're not gonna be that good of a actors but you don't really need that in this role or any role in this i think the best actor was nick mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry nick you can't watch this show and not have nick be your favorite character he yeah. is the best character of all time yeah. Oh, no question. Sure. He might be my favorite Mighty Ducks character in general. <laughs> he's up there with Averman. Yeah. Uh, he's up there Everyone with Goldberg else? for me. Yeah. No, definitely Nick is like, he he's the hook into getting me to watch this show for sure. I mean, even from like yeah. watching the trailer, that line he had about like, uh, I'm not really like, I, more, I don't really play sports. I have more of a podcasting body. A podcast <laughs> that cracked body. me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That cracked me up. So, yeah, he has he has some some good but, some great quotes from this from this show. And I just um, love how like his one goal in life was to be his best friend. Yeah, <laughs> I need best friend status. Or <laughs> his old arc where he got to date that girl, where they were all like talking about girls and relationships at that dance or like finals or whatever. Dude, shout out to her dad, man. Holding down that co-anchorman spot. Yeah. <laughs> you had to do nothing to just sit there. That was the best. <clears throat> Win or go nowhere. <laughs> well, they got to go somewhere, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed that. I'm glad they didn't pick another kid to do that. But, uh, John, I liked... I, I ended up really liking that game, the Head Games episode. That you're talking about. Yeah, I I just thought that um, one was really funny. Like it was kind of a it was kind of a detour from like the hockey and stuff. I see I see pork chop yeah. shaking his head, Mm-mm. and I can see why people like wouldn't like that one as much. But I I, I was just cracking up at it, especially at Nick because he had some it's some good classic. lines in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he had he had the classic. This episode was like the classic like kids like teen drama episode for sure not like yeah. deep enough to like really affect anything but it was just ah oh, you gotta go for that cliche stuff right there i don't know, I don't know let's see let's hear your so hot take gross dude it was so <laughs> gross like i don't i don't know what it's about but i'm not trying to watch i mean i understand okay i understand as a kid show like i get that i'm 21 i get i'm not a kid anymore i get that but it's real weird it is real weird for me to see a love triangle going on with 12-year-olds. Like, <laughs> I, Dude, you kidding I don't, me? uh-uh, that, I'm have, fine. When I have kids, I cannot wait to make fun of my, I cannot wait to make fun of them when they Dude, are in my, this situation. It's going to be the uh, best. The I can't wait to watch just, it burn, crash and burn. Oh, the cringe was off the charts, man. <laughs> it was... I mean, I love Nick being like, dude, why'd you ask her? You know I got a crush on her. You haven't told me? I know. I like to play low. Like, Nick, <laughs> once again, once again, Nick made that episode for me, like, tolerable. 
but <laughs> man, I just wanted to like it. Just made me ugh, like I just wanted it. Just cringe, man. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. I don't know why, but <laughs> oh man, I believe that Nick <laughs> Nick is Tiny James Corden. And oh, yeah. this, I think we should start a petition to replace James Corden with Nick on the Late Late Show. Absolutely, dude. I would be fine. I'd be fine with if James was still hosting that show, and Nick is he not was like anymore? his. No, no, I think he is. But what I'm saying is, okay. like, have you ever seen Conan? Like, where Conan's the main guy, and there's that side dude that doing yeah. the funny one. Like, <laughs> I'd be, be like, so yeah, I'd be so cool with guy. James and the mini me doing it, man. Yes. That would be uh, perfect, actually. Well, they, they can bring on Coob uh, to do some show tunes for the musical guest portion of the show. Dude, Coob can sing. He needs to go oh, on Broadway. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> he probably is on Broadway. Who knows? <laughs> Let me check. Man. That's probably where they found him. Tell you He's what, man, pro- that boy. He probably was on. I mean, his headshot for sure is like. Here's the, This is interesting. He appeared on. He, he got famous and got attention from. America's Got Talent. He was was a contestant on season 14, and he did a song from the Broadway musical Waitress. That's cool, and he got a golden buzzer. Wow. Wow. That makes sense. He's got got some lungs. One of the things I liked about the show was they had, like, different storylines with pretty much all the kids at Mm -hmm. various points. Definitely some kids were featured more than others, but I feel like everyone at least had a chance to, like, have their own kind of story or moment i wish they focused more on the crazy guy yeah the crazy yeah the crazy guy i I was thinking he didn't he didn't get that much of a development except for like he was kind of his name was sam i feel like the only story they had was like oh he was like down after after evan triple dog dared him (laughs) yeah oh sam is in his case in his defense he is pretty uh crazy so Mm -hmm. that's his one personality trait is that he's crazy I'm crazy. Like, like, what is the point of that? <laughs> we need someone crazy. I don't understand him as a character. I don't. I've never met anybody like that in school. He's the up. goon man. <laughs> he doesn't mind put his body on the line. That's what it is. He's the hey. enforcer around town. Okay. Well, they didn't really like spend much time like pairing up these new characters with like, oh, this is the new Goldberg. This is the new yeah. Averman. Like Averman is pretty pretty solidly Nick. And I guess Charlie would be Evan. The only like subtle thing at that is like at the end when they're wearing the Ducks jerseys and they've got like the old yeah. players' names. I I yeah. don't remember now, but see, I remember when I was watching it, I was trying to pay attention to which players had who. See, I kind of caught on it earlier when Evan Morrow was wearing all them all the uh, Minnesota hoodies, and I remember in D one that was Conway's go to you know practice kind of. Yeah, uniform right there was that Minnesota jersey or that Minnesota sweater. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I don't know if that was if that was meant for it to be that way or what. But that's when I kind of figured out. I mean, okay, maybe this dude's supposed to be a replace Conway. I guess. Yeah, with Evan, it's pretty. It seems pretty obvious. Yeah, he's I'm, like the heart of the team. He's got the single. He's mom. the main character. <laughs> Bombay's gonna date yeah. his mom. <laughs> Sophie. Sophie is Adam Banks. She's the cake eater that comes over to the team. Yeah. I was going to say that would be um, Logan because, I don't know, maybe it isn't Logan. 
Just he's, he's he looks like, like a rich boy. white kid. Everybody <laughs> loves yeah, rich white kid, cake eater. Except for mm. he's bad. He's like the opposite in that way that he's horrible yeah. at hockey. And then uh, Adam Banks is really good at hockey. But Adam always gets injured, and Sophie this whole season has got this bum knee the whole time that you know something's <laughs> yeah, going to happen. That's at true, the end. Sophie. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> that could that's potentially it. end her career, by the way, as a 13 year old. <laughs> you never know if you're going to get a high school scholarship. Mm, nice. <laughs> Don't worry about scouts, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of the, all the characters, the. Uh, the only two that have like no story whatsoever is the checkmates. Yeah. Like they're on. just they just introduce them like like hey, we've got these two two players that want to join. And then Nick comes up with like a clever nickname and then they're just there the rest of the time in the background. It's like pass to like, okay. pass to the Italians. Here's what we should have done. We should have we should have replaced the the hockey mom episode. With an episode of the team trying to teach the checkmates English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great. The the duck may swim on the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Insert holes reference here. Um, so Bombay. <laughs> what do you think about Bombay? I absolutely could have gone without it. Really? Could have gone without it. The whole, like, wasting the first seven episodes of him just like, I don't care about hockey, and I'm not going to explain why. (laughs) I've been burned multiple times, and we ended this series as a, like, hockey's my life, and I will never give it up. And then he just, like, comes back, and he's just, like, pretty much homeless. He's He's not rankless, but he's homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just sleeping in his office and just like he's a schlub now and that's not the Bombay that we liked and saw and he honestly wasn't the best coach but yeah originally but. I was about to say I think one of the first few lines he said was like the same thing that he said in the beginning was I don't like ho- or I hate kids and I don't like hockey or I don't yeah. like hockey and I hate kids like the first line he said to Lauren Graham and you're like ah oh, here we go again Yep. He has some moments, but I I was kind of confused by his character because it was just like it was just like hit or miss, and most of it was just like he was always like seesawing back and forth, like oh maybe I'm gonna help, oh maybe I'm not, and like I and the I only kept... reason he would is because he was trying to spit game with his mom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean even to the point where he's getting advice from his ex husband or her her ex husband. Yeah, but yeah, I mean to the point where you're even gonna take advice from her ex husband on how to. You know, see that. Say I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gl- yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So there's two moments where it's like, I guess Bombay's just been out of it for a long time, because like yeah, that that whole episode where he's like taking advice from from Evan's dad was just like, he seems smarter than this. I don't I don't know why this is happening. And then like yeah. at at the end, um, you know, with the whole thing where where he almost gets kicked out from coaching them at the end. Cause he like starts telling coach T about his past coaching college hockey. And like, it just yeah. seems like he wouldn't fall for that. He, he knows what, I don't know. He's just been out of it for a long time. It's just not, it's not the same Bombay, but then he turns around and then he like has all the tricks and all that. Yeah. 
I was going to say, like what you just said in the beginning, like Coach T comes up, he goes, y'all shouldn't even be here. And Gordon's like, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't be here. Like that is vintage Gordon. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you just see him 25 minutes later sharing a drink with Coach T right before a game, which any coach knows never, I mean, to have a conversation with the opposing coach before a game, day before a game, nope. and yet he does it. Never learns. I mean, you saw the same thing with the Iceland chick. Yep. D2. That's the character of Bombay, though. Like, I I, I feel like I'm giving it a pass because he's proven time and time again, consistently, that he is not consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We we defend him too much. I I think we went over this when we talked about it before. Like, we always had this vision of Gordon Bombay being the greatest coach that ever lived. But he sucks as a human being. <laughs> I mean, he started it out as a DUI. It's the only reason Dude, he's in this because I'm he's surprised a he didn't pitch his uh his shoes to anybody in this series. I was really the, hoping the Bombay the loafers would come back. Yeah, the Bombay yeah. loafers, man. They didn't. They didn't make a return. They're not. It's one way to make some money. They're not being manufactured anymore. Otherwise, we would have reached out to them as a sponsor. But instead, we're. Or being sponsored what's, by the the Ice Palace. What's super weird about this world is that it's like it's these kids are almost like I'm talking about like the OG Ducks. These kids, and I guess the new Ducks now, they're more they're just as famous as the NHL players in this world. I don't know, maybe it's just from our perspective they're supposed to be, but well, it's this like big event. Like the the whole Ducks organization is like this massive thing now. It's yeah. like they it's almost mm-hmm. like they have an NHL stadium for peewee hockey you know yeah it's like nobody ever focuses on peewee hockey and i think we talked about it last time like there's so many divisions like i've there's so many divisions in hockey like i don't even know if they're called peewee hockey anymore i don't know if it's youth hockey or what it is but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i i grew up in the south and we didn't even have hockey for like high school or anything i mean high school wasn't a club sport or nothing so it's very weird to see kind of a youth hockey be so popular and i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's how it is in real life up north or what but in a place like minnesota i'm sure it is yeah what i'm just saying like the fact that it got that big and bombay is still struggling financially just blows my mind i don't know how he doesn't get any kickback from starting that being the founder of the ducks even Mm -hmm. if he turned it into a huge business like that he should own Hendrick's hockey by now. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and he's a lawyer too, so like he could find some kind of legal yeah. ways to be able to get now. some kind of profit. <laughs> the Bombay we need story. an in-betweenquel. So I guess that brings up the question, I mean, does he even, did he even care before this series happened? I mean... I don't know. He's giving up on life, that's for sure. My, my weirdness is like, he has the sign, no hockey, absolutely no hockey. Then if you hate hockey so much, why do you own an ice palace? <laughs> yeah. And right. only let ice skaters skate? Like that's yeah. just become a lawyer again or something. At least you'll make money. Mm-hmm. He has no money because he can't host any hockey teams there. <laughs> hockey games yeah. or anything. And his his rink is not regulation size, what we learned. I love that part. <laughs> it's just the same 200 feet of ice, give or take a couple uh, yards. <laughs> I was going to say, I I do like the, the whole setting of like the ice palace, though. It gives them a place to like hang out 
by the concessions and all that. I don't know. It just seems like a cool place, like as a kid to just go hang out, even if you weren't on a team or something. Yeah. Shout out to the Coco girl. Yeah. Coco Chad broke her heart. Nick, Nick tried to sweep in there. I know. <laughs> he almost did it too. He's close. <laughs> Making his fucking like... boys proud. <laughs> <laughs> I love the 2D, like two dimensional characters that, like, side that are the side characters, like Coco Chad. Mm-hmm. And, or whatever his name was they're just too simple they're like spongebob characters hot dog harry they, they, they're there to serve one purpose and one purpose only to supply cocoa that they sell for two dollars that only costs them two cents each yep well i think we've delayed it long enough mm-hmm. let's get into the spirit of the ducks episode what did you think of okay. the triumphant return of some of the og ducks well, uh, first off, it sucked. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hot take. It, <clears throat> I, was, I was disappointed in it because they originally had planned to have them be more active in the show. Yeah. But because of COVID, they, could only, they had to quarantine for two weeks and they couldn't coordinate every single person to do that. Yeah. So they wanted, so they ended up just coming back for shooting for a couple days so they only Mm -hmm. were in one episode so that way it seemed kind of forced but Mm -hmm. i don't know i liked it it was great seeing them back the quack attack is back jack i really wish like charlie would have shown back up and keenan of all people Mm -hmm. would have been great but Mm -hmm. he's just started his new show which sucks (laughs) i don't know if y'all heard of it or seen it it's bad is it really? Man. It's just one of those formulaic like NBC shows. Oh, that's great. No. I thought it was cool. Or not cool, but I thought it was kind of... I don't know. It, it blindsided me a little bit to hear... It was a subtle. I don't know if a lot of people understood it. And a lot of people wouldn't if they um, didn't watch the, the movies previously and understand the relationship between Charlie and Gordon. But for... I don't remember who said it. I think it was Averman, maybe, or Fulton. Um, Gordon asked, you know, where's, where's Conway? And he's basically like, oh, or he said something like, uh, Charlie was right. Like, you don't care about us. So why did, why would he show up or something like that? I was like, dang, like, yeah, that bridge must've been burned a long time ago for that. You know, that thing kind of happened and that kind of bummed me out a little bit. I was looking forward to seeing Charlie. That would have been nice to have like an alternate ending, like maybe having Charlie be like the last shot of the entire series, like him just showing up in Bombay's office or like in the stands mm-hmm. just being like, what's up? And then just cut, <laughs> cutting the black. And that'd be like a great opener for season two right there. Yeah. Like, he does like the actor does stuff now. He's pretty active with like Hulu originals and stuff. Oh really? Uh, Joshua Jackson, the actor's name. He, yeah. he's never done any of these reunions with any of the cast. And so I just, I, I feel like, I don't want to get my hopes up for him to come into the series, but yeah. I read some stuff with, with the creator um, of the show. It's actually the same guy that directed all the mighty ducks movies. He's like working on the show too. So I yeah. thought that was pretty cool, mm-hmm. but he's talked like, yeah, you know, COVID kind of prevented us from being able to bring other people in. And he specifically mentioned, uh, you know, with Charlie Conway, he's like, if we bring him in, we want to do it in a big way. And so we didn't want to do it in like a, you know, just have them come in for a cameo yeah. and leave kind of thing. So 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they don't just keep using him as like an off camera character <laughs> to like tell the story and stuff. I hope they bring him in at some point. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it. I'm kind of like 50 50 on it. I, I don't know if he'll ever show up in this show or not. He, he just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he has been that interested in doing the reunions with the other people. But maybe he needs some of that Disney plus cash. Yeah. Maybe he'll come back. I don't know. I think the hope is to get Keenan on for season two. I think I think that's doable. Oh yeah, Keenan did. Yeah, he did go to one or one or two of the reunions. Who else was missing that we really wanted? Well, Goldberg is a big one, but like that, the guy himself is like having all kinds of like personal issues. Yeah, (laughs) he's had a lot of drug issues and stuff. (laughs) I I don't know if he'll actually. uh, He's kind of been in and out of jail. I don't think that. I don't know that they'll be able to swing that one. I actually watched an interview with with the with the the ones that were on this episode. They they did some kind of interview and they were asking like, oh, who who else would you like to see on the show? And the guy that plays Averman was like, I want to put the record out there like that. I want Goldberg back. He said the actor's name, Sean. I was like, I want Sean back. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be the perfect. It's it's fitting for like the Mighty Ducks to have like a redemption story for him, and that'd be good. So I don't know. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. I don't know yeah. how long ago that picture came out of him, but uh, that came out of him. I don't know if it was a mugshot or something, but he did not look good. No, he looks so not good. Hopefully, no. he's doing a lot better. I'd love to see him back. That's, I mean, um, that's my all-time favorite character. Nick gave a run for his money this this time <laughs> around, but yeah, I'd I'd love more than anything for Goldberg to come back to the show. Dwayne, the the Texan, he'd be fun um yeah julie the cat, julie the cat. Mm-hmm. i mean you got she's got to come back i wouldn't mind for uh, the miami speedster to come back too um, oh yeah Thank you the jet. cool to come back and see too yeah but yeah i i i, I have they confirmed they're making a second season not I, not I yet read anywhere in a... no it's i think they're kind of kind of waiting a little bit so we'll see i wish i wish they wouldn't have made adam banks a dang lawyer yeah he had Where, every opportunity all, to be an NHL player. I was about to say all that talent going to waste. Nah, you all know he got injured. Potential. You know it. Down the drain. That's true. He's always <laughs> getting injured. Yeah. You hate to you, you hate to think about it, but that dude probably did break his wrist again or both. I liked uh, with Connie and and Guy like they got married, and Connie's like a senator or something. Yeah. Now. And he's just like a stay-at-home dad. And I was just mm-hmm. like, that's pretty fitting. <laughs> he's been in love with that girl his whole Ultimate life. Ultimate simp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Averman as a, as a limo driver. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Shout out to the OG movie. A little reference. That's the word. Reference. Yeah. Uh, also with, um, yeah, that one and how Fulton was introduced. Yeah. Was yeah. Very fitting. Very fitting. I, I love seeing Fulton back. As soon as the glass was shattered, and I was like, oh, baby, we know who's back. Kenny Wu, he didn't really have much to say other than, like, he shows off some, some figure skating uh, later on on the <laughs> yeah. ice. He's like, I still got the moves. Oh, he's got it. He's still got it. <laughs> the other, Portman, the other Bash brother, like, got to get him back. I would have enjoyed Portman. I would have enjoyed Portman. Makes you wonder where he's at in the universe. He could have gone pro, too, actually. You think he could have? Was there an episode that that referenced Han's brother Jan? I felt like there was. 
And now, now I can't remember what it yeah. what was what was said. Well, I feel like both of them are dead now, right? I think they just referenced both of them. Well, we know how they got is. to. They gotta be. Goodbye, Charlie. Goodbye, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, like he just knew. That was the one thing that I never caught at D three that irked me so bad. <laughs> it's like Yoda. Um the the moment I was waiting for this whole this whole season though was for like the the Hans figure, whoever that was gonna be in this show, um, to like get yeah. Bombay back on track. Like he's gonna have to just take a day to himself and just go skate on the ice and think about life. Get his priorities <laughs> yeah. straight. Because that's what he does in every yeah. movie. Until the third one, and then that's what Charlie does when he's he's having an attitude. So I was waiting for that moment, but I guess mm-hmm. in this movie, like in this show, um, Bombay is supposed to be that mentor figure, but he's he's just kind of a grump. If that's what they were going for, I mean, they they didn't miss the mark. They missed the whole daggum target area. I mean, mm-hmm. they just blew right past the firing range with that one. Yeah, <laughs> Gordon. I mean was disappointing i i i know we keep going back to it but i just did not like his attitude the entire time until he started getting interested in his in the mom then he started getting interested in the kids yeah i could take it or leave it with bombay from this point but i mean as long as we could get some other og ducks then it'll be better it'll start getting better for me, the the most interesting Bombay stuff was was his reunion with the OG Ducks. I mean, the rest of it, I I didn't really care mm-hmm. for as as much. Like I said, he had some yeah. some moments here and there where he like kind of shows his old self. But if they make season two, maybe he'll he'll get back to that old old Bombay that we know and love. But the good thing about this show is I ended up enjoying it enough based on the new story and the new characters to like not be that bummed out about mm-hmm. Bombay. Yeah, no, it was good enough to just sit back and watch. Pretty much, Nick carried the entire show yep. on his yeah. back. <laughs> How did y'all feel about seeing the pond and actually, like, a couple scenes on the pond that we've always seen in flashbacks? What were y'all's opinions on that? I didn't necessarily take it as the same pond. I just thought it was like, oh, we gotta get him outdoors. Yeah, I honestly didn't like it that much. It also seemed kind of like a set. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why I didn't like interpret it as the same pond that they that we see in the flashbacks. But if it is supposed to be the same pond, then that's a cool nod. That was my thing is because they were pulling up and Gordon said something on the lines of this is where I used to come. This is where I found the love of hockey. Mm -hmm. And I just remember seeing all the, you know, going through all those movies. And that's the flashback that we see and him actually having a good time and stuff. So maybe it's not the same pond. Maybe it was just kind of like a a symbolism, I guess. And it's just mm-hmm. some random pond that he found that was somehow good enough to be skated on for a whole yeah. team. Yeah. Um, but if it was the same pond, I, I did think it was kind of cool to see that and mm-hmm. kind of go back to it. I didn't like the whole, like the whole reason they went to the pond was just, they needed to learn their one thing that they were missing to be a team. And like, Coob wouldn't move his feet. So I just like, hated how quick it took it was just very trivial and very simple simplistic and just how gordon took them all out just to show that hey coob can actually move if he's about to die Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then from there on he has no problem i don't know 
I was going to say, maybe it was just like coming off of that Spirit of the Ducks episode, but I, I felt like the pond hockey one was, wasn't was one that really stood out to me that much, that no, episode. Very mediocre. We've bashed on this show a lot, actually. I will <laughs> say, I did, like the, I did like the quick newer generation with the egg passing and using the phones yeah. and the quick little mm-hmm. scene with yeah. Nick and uh, Evan. And Evan's like, dude, am I your lock screen? And Nick's like, uh, that's not a question to ask right now. (laughs) She's just, oh man. Once again, Nick, the glue that held this TV show together. Let's be honest here, boys. I mean, I will watch any movie that he's in from now on. (laughs) That and the subtle, uh, I don't remember. I was watching the episode that I was talking about with Nick scoring a goal. I don't know if y'all caught it, but. They had a subtle, you know, cap off to Goldberg scoring and Charlie and Goldberg's interaction. He's like, don't ever do that to me again. Yeah. They did that oh, to yeah. Evan a little bit. I kind of chuckled. I, I was like, that. hey, yeah. you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. That meme, that's what <laughs> I was doing in that scenario. I was like, yo, that's I know where that is. So that I liked that a lot. I don't know if that was the same one that. uh the mom comes in and she's like, Oh, Coach T, if he was mad and if if he did what have if you know if y'all did what he would have done, like, you know, with Logan hopping on the ice and Nick being like, Hey, look, uh, you, you know, Obama used your hashtag or whatever. And she's like, <laughs> you know, Coach T would kick the trash can and knock the hockey sticks down. And she like storms <laughs> off or whatever, and it's real quiet, and Nick goes, Well. I was going to ask everybody if they want to go to Dairy Queen, but I guess the mood isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> He's always there to ease the tension. He better win an award for that thing, Daggummit. He deserves it. I, I did think of one at least kind of good uh, Bombay moment that I wanted to at least add since we've been bagging on him the whole time. I, I did think it was kind of funny when he like, he, he, he told them to, to go to the Duck Stadium and like, raid their like lost and found and get all their like gear yeah. for the new team and <laughs> yeah. stuff. I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> and that whole scene of them like sneaking in was pretty mm-hmm. funny. They sent Logan in to like go distract yeah. the receptionist or whatever there and it was like, okay, this is like a twelve <laughs> year old kid. Yeah, how creepy is he was like that? flirting with like a middle aged woman like <laughs> and succeeding. <laughs> yeah, he's borderline seducing this woman who's eligible for the early morning special. <laughs> it was not once again that was one of those things that i really didn't want to see honestly was was that along with the the love square going on so at the end the the final episode i i guess i i wasn't really like that invested in like trying to think of where the story was going so like suddenly Mm -hmm. kind of like halfway through the episode i was like oh they're trying to get the duck's name back it's like, okay, I guess that's what this whole season was like leading towards. So the in the end they 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 get it back. So what what are your what are your thoughts on season two if they uh they get granted another season? Where do you think it's gonna go? Well, now that COVID is kinda winding down, they're definitely gonna have more cameos, if not mm-hmm. more actual just like working parts from mm-hmm. the previous movies. Um That'll be cool. I don't know exactly where the show's going to go. Mm-hmm. They'll probably like have tryouts as one episode at the school. 
and add more kids to the group because they only they didn't even have enough for subs. Yeah, like they only had one line the whole time, so they need two more lines worth of kids. True. Yeah. So that'll be cool to add more to it, and they'll have to work on the characters of the existing kids because I feel like they don't have any depth to them at all. The existing team, the new team. Yeah, it's not like they the OG team had like all this character development or anything, but they all had different. They all had different differing personalities, and they all like complemented each other. But you could tell the difference between each other. This one, they're all just kind of the same. I don't know. They seem they seem kind of differentiated, and I I think they have decent amount of character development in the in the season, but. Even within like 10 episodes, though, you still, I guess, to your point, don't have that same feeling as you do as the original movies. But how can you when we're in our 20s and not watching these as kids? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's not a lot of time actually on the ice and them like learning stuff together, developing on the ice, their Mm -hmm. team and their character. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was just about to add to that, like on the flip side of it, although there wasn't a lot of action time on the ice in my opinion the actual gameplay of like you know when there was ice time it was so much better than the movies like it actually looked somewhat like competitive you know hmm. like especially when they're making that tournament run and you get that yeah. little cutscene. like it actually looked decent you know it looked kind of like an actual an actual tournament, the way they just celebrated when they scored, the way that they actually, you know, were hitting the boards with people, actually making passes, you know. Anyway, the cutscenes were actually yeah. action-packed instead of them just slowly passing a puck and the puck going 10 miles an hour into the goal like it was in D3, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I will say they did a good, uh, did a, a good job with that. Yeah, that, that last episode was probably the most actual hockey we got in the whole series, but it makes sense mm-hmm. for the final final showdowns and everything i did think that it was kind of an interesting twist of how like they ended up like losing the tournament but then you know they challenged them on their own to come to come play afterwards because bombay's a gambling man Mm -hmm. they lose the name but it's kind of like in d3 when like the ducks challenge or the like the junior varsity challenges the varsity on like a saturday morning or something yeah (laughs) kind of reminded me of that yeah Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like how it ended at all. No, really. I thought it was forced. Just the way that they ended, like I felt like they should have ended it where it ended. When they had the trophy, when the Ducks had the trophy in hand, that's a good way to start off the second season. Be like, okay, we lost the first year. Let's get better. Actually, you know, we were there. We made it to the dance. You know, <laughs> let's take care of the floor next year. Like, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and run the table. That would have been a cool thing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not bashing the end of it. I, You know, I thought the challenge was, a, once again, a good tip of the hat to D3 and them challenging, you know, um, the older guys. And I like how, you know, they came out with the uh, the, old, the old OG Ducks. I, You know, I did, although I did think it was forced, I did like it. Um, but, yeah, I felt like it would have been a lot better. It would have been a great second season kind of kickstarter i know we were talking about that earlier if it would have just ended with coach t winning the trophy and you know doing Mm -hmm. whatever they could with that i could see that i wish they would have morphed 
one of the two or three filler episodes that they had all into one episode and then had the tournament be like just like the last episode turned into two episodes or three mm-hmm. maybe that way it would like leave on a cliffhanger on the last game or like really hype up the last game because they really didn't at all they just kind of like dove into it and ended up losing yep. it i guess that's the point but i'm glad it i'm glad it didn't end on like a cliffhanger i feel like that would be disappointing if we didn't like get a season two yeah i just meant like um not a cliffhanger for the show but more of like just like the last second to last episode oh that's okay. the best part for i see what you're saying yeah that's yeah i i can see i can see that could have been a good place for them to stop it. Like they had a good run and they made it to States, but they didn't win. I feel like that could have been a good ending mm-hmm. for season one, but then they're like still like motivated to keep doing, you know, to keep playing and everything. But I guess like Disney doesn't really, they can't really uh, market the, the franchise as the don't bothers, you know, it's, it's the mighty ducks. So they got to get the name back. Yeah. So once that kind of, right. That story, that, plot point was introduced i was like okay that makes sense so i got they got to get the name back mm-hmm. but it's to keep going can't just be the don't bothers forever yeah. yeah i don't understand why they were even what why is the show called game changers if their name wasn't going to be game changers mm-hmm. i that's what i thought it would be so before we were recording what i did is i i like clicked on each episode and i watched like the recap of each one yeah and so in one of them it there's a scene when Nick is talking to Evan and he, he mentions like, Oh, we got to get Sophie on the team. It's going to be a total game changer. I think that's the only reference to game changer. I like, I even remember from the show. The don't bothers. They could have done so much better with the name. I did like the uniforms. <laughs> I'm not going to lie that Brown and yellow did kind of look crispy. Um, <laughs> I am very disappointed that they changed the coloring of the Hawks here. I go again about the uniforms, <laughs> but you didn't have to change the Hawks. Keep it. OG. I yeah. mean, keep it black and white. Now, and the Ducks uniforms are all right. I didn't like that they changed the logo, personally. But um, <laughs> it made sense as to why, though. Because that's not the same Mighty Ducks that we grew up with. That's a whole different Ducks. Right. And they need a whole new logo. So it makes sense. And they did kind of do some of the colorations and the stripes as the OG ones. But, you know, I did like the colors of the Don't Bothers. They could have gone with a different name. But, you know, it was solid. Yeah. I did like the colors. I did like the uniforms, except for the Hawks. Keep it black and white. I don't know why you had to change it. If it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. You know. I mean, make me want to walk off set here. Just frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> when you were when you said if it ain't broke, don't fix it a second ago. I thought you were like about to quote the the thing that the the Hawks coach like quotes. He keeps repeating in the first movie. What does he say? Something about winning. Yeah. It's not about winning if you can't win big. big. You can't can't win big. They weren't worried about, like, lose. They weren't worried about winning. They were worried about winning and shutting them out. Like, they had the, they couldn't be embarrassed Mm. by one little, like, one little goal. Mm. And I thought that was really ridiculous. Like, Coach T. And Alex kind of had that. But, I mean, at the same time, she, my opinion, I felt like that was a great time for her to go all superfoods and get them going because they did, they did need to win eight games. So I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't know why the kids were so upset about it. I mean, I know they're wanting to have fun, but that's another thing you're talking about, Jonathan. Is like 
or y'all both were talking about is that Evan just kind of real quick switches his opinions on stuff. Like in the very beginning, that boy wanted to win. You know, he wanted to be on the Ducks to get, you know, to make it a state and make the playoffs. And then when he's in that position, he don't want to. He cracks under pressure, man. He's like, ah, I just want to have fun. Nah, your mom's helping you, dude. <laughs> Go ahead. Make a little play- playoff run. Get to the dance. So I didn't understand why that was such a big deal and why she quit coaching. That made no sense to me mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand why, like, they couldn't just, like, talk some sense into her and then she'd just keep coaching. I don't know why she had to quit Yeah. other than to, like, make Bombay the coach because he's Coach Bombay, but. I feel like we've bashed this show a lot. It's actually a really great show. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, we enjoyed we enjoyed the show. We've got our we got a nitpick it. That's if you got a podcast, you gotta you gotta critique it. That's it's what we do. But facts. I mean, if we yep. just hated the yeah. show, we wouldn't we wouldn't be even talking about it. We we would have just like watched the first episode and been like, okay, that's true. That was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. Like you can hear us. Like we're yeah. talking about it. We're invested in this this dumb Disney mm-hmm. Plus show. So season mm-hmm. two, bring it, Disney. Yeah, I'd definitely pay five ninety nine a month for this, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just a spinoff with Nick. I'm good with that. Pretty much just here oh, for yeah. Nick. Uh, all about Nick, baby. <laughs> they should have made Nick captain. Yeah, that would be funny. I, I was about to say they should have just let him keep uh, keep it when they were like, "All right, so who's gonna wear captain?" Oh well, since nobody's stepping up, I might as well just take it, dude. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> Here, here's my here's my uh, prediction for season two. They need to open up season two with the flashbacks, like you're saying. We need a prequel for Gordon Bombay. We need the mm-hmm. flashbacks. This season one yeah. didn't didn't open up with the with the flashbacks like all the movies. We need mm-hmm. the Gordon Bombay yeah. flashback of him as a college coach, like being being fired basically, like being disgraced. We need we need that in flashback form. That's true duck style. That's what we need for season two. And we need we need Conway, we need Keenan, Goldberg, we need them all. What's that Bernie yeah. Bernie Sanders beam? It's like once again, I'm here to ask for. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> once again i'm here asking for more cameos <laughs> i would like more I would require content. some more fan service <laughs> i wouldn't mind uh coach o'reilly coming back coach o'reilly hey i'd take that i was gonna say instead of them mm-hmm. like meeting up at that pizza place all the time they need to be uh hanging out at goldberg's parents deli yeah I don't know. Did they ever move? We didn't find out. That's what this show is here to answer. I don't think they moved to Philly. He wasn't there, so maybe he did. Maybe he did move to Philly. With that, I guess we'll we'll wrap it up, Jeremy. Any any final thoughts, or I think we'll just leave it out on the ice. I'd rather just not bother. Yeah, don't bother. And Inside Quotes is starting their own hockey team. It's called the No Promises. Because that's our that's our motto. no promises making no promises. That's our new slogan. We say weekly episodes, yeah. but hey. no promises. I mean, no one man. tryouts are. Might have a goalie spot open for you. Oh, <laughs> hey, gotta watch that five hole, man. Gotta get them <laughs> legs stretched out. Gotta be more flexible. All right, well, Peyton Francis, thank you for coming on the show. Who boys? Thanks for having me. It's oh, pork. <laughs> thanks again, pork. Thank you. Uh, 
I guess we can wrap it up. Jonathan, what's next week's episode about? Next week we'll be back with a traditional episode. We're going to be covering a movie, not a series. And uh, we'll roll the clip here. Smalls, you mean to tell me that you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth, and you brought it out here and actually played with it? And actually played with it? Yeah! Yeah, but I was going to bring it back. But it was signed by Babe Ruth! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep telling me that. Who is she? What? What? The Sultan of Swat. The King of Crash. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. Babe Ruth! The Great Bambino! Our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. And if you want to find us on Instagram, we'll be there at InsideQuotesCast. So if you have any movie suggestions for a future episode that you want us to cover, or if you just have any hot takes, let us know in the DMs, baby. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. If you're not going to leave us a five-star review, then don't even bother. I second that. Thanks again for Porkchop for coming on the show again and thank you listener thanks for listening everybody we hope you enjoyed listening to us revisit our childhood just as much as we have and if you did enjoy the show make sure you hit the subscribe slash follow on apple Podcasts or spotify uh, so they don't miss out on a future episode until then we'll see you next time on inside quotes quack 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 we're off (laughs) Cake eaters.